murderers decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I'm Nalzi Lee. And I am Danny. And Nolene is very excited because she decided this topic weeks ago. <laughs> no, we actually decided in the last show. No, two weeks ago. Oh, it was two weeks. Okay, yes, it was two weeks ago. And I've. If you I've haven't listened to that to show. I don't know why not. But after this show, go listen to that show. Yeah. Because we're not playing this game. So do you want to introduce what we are doing? Yes. So we are talking about the murders of Tupac and Biggie Shakur. <laughs> oh, no. It's Tupac Shakur <laughs> and Biggie Small. Sorry. What the poor people. Listen. I messed up their names. I butchered it. It's Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls. Thank you. They were two rappers in the 90s. Um, that were quite big, actually. Okay, well, in, in Las Vegas, Nevada, the most popular hip-hop star on the planet, Tupac Shakur, blades out, victim of a drive-by shooting. Six months later, rival rapper Biggie Smalls is brutally gunned down on the streets of L.A. In an eerily similar fashion, both murders are forever linked and currently unsolved. So, who killed Tupac and Biggie Smalls? That is what we are going to try and identified today yeah can i tell you there was so much information surrounding this case yeah <laughs> like, it's like i was in a swimming pool i didn't even know where to it's start it's way too much and i feel like nobody has like solved it still so it's like yeah so when we go through this there's a couple of theories at the end yeah we'll both say which one we think is the i know who likely. killed them i'm you not gonna say not. what i think i know who killed them okay she's yeah. very confident mm-hmm. just like the queen is on the motorbike but anyway he re- she really was on the motorbike who says she can't ride motorbikes she was 70 how many times are we gonna how old is this? she now 90 and she's still strong you know what? I anyway, believe she was so on that motorbike. Tupac was only 25 when he died, but was already considered one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. Christopher Wallace, a whole very long name, a.k.a. Biggie nice Smalls, name. a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.T. Guys, why do we have 5 million names? If you're going to have an a.k.a., you have a.k.a. one, not another a.k.a. He was Biggie Smalls or Notorious B.I.T. That's all. Old Christopher Wallace. No, that's his name. It's still, AKA still means, what yeah, does AKA well, actually stand for? As known as. Oh, I learned something new there. Also known <laughs> as. Listen, it's close. It's also known as. That's what it says. Oh, for. I learned that. There so he go. was just a year younger, but was already dubbed the savior of East Coast hip hop. To be honest, I'd heard these people's names before. I didn't know anything about them. And so I am a hip-hop head, so I know exactly who they are. And I know their music, despite the fact yeah, that so I If you played one of their songs, I would not be able to tell you which one of them sings it. Biggie, Biggie sings Big Papa. Hmm? I can't sing the I song. I don't know that song. Yeah. Okay. So, two superstars shot dead six months apart. Both killed in their car while stopped at a light. Both murders never unsolved. And the official story was gang violence. Yeah. So do we believe this story? No. No. Okay. Tupac on, was on the West Coast and part of... Shook Knight. Thank you. Shook Knight's Death Row Records. And Biggie was on the East Coast with Sean Combs' Bad Boy Records. Death yeah. Row. Guys. 
Yeah. Deepin sounds unfriendly. If you don't know who Sh- Sean Combs is, I don't know who you are. Do you know who he is? He's P. Diddy. P. Diddy. I can't do it. I'm walking out of the studio. You can continue the show on your own. Okay, yeah. But this is not my cup of tea, so I don't understand why you expect me to know these things. I am flabbergasted. I can't. I'm not going to ask you things that I know that you're not interested in. You've asked me about movies that I wouldn't otherwise watch. Yeah, but that's because you're not normal. But anyway. (laughs) So today we are going to find out. So let's just take a look at what really happened the night of these two murders. So Tupac and Biggie, they were both at the top of the game at their time and they were both selling millions and millions of records and it's hard to believe that these murders were not connected in some sort of way especially considering that they were such high profile and there was a rivalry between them and the six month timing i mean it is suspicious from the start very suspicious so tupac arrived in las vegas on september 7th and he was going into las vegas specifically to attend the mike tyson fight which lasted a whole one and a half minutes. And I don't even know. Yeah, Mike Tyson wasn't fair, hey? No, but anyway. can I ask, do you know how much they probably paid for those tickets for it to last one and one a half, and half minutes? minutes? I like, would have been so hacked. Give us but anyway, a show. they headed out pretty quickly after and headed to a club. Tupac had the music blaring, window rolled down, and his arm was out. And they were at the intersection at Flamingo and Corval when they faced a red light. The Flamingo is Bugsy Seagulls. Yeah. Casino. If you, you don't know, know who, that. if you don't know, if you Bugs, don't know Bugsy Siegel is, why are you actually honestly, listening to our show? But anyway, mm-mm. a white car with some passengers rolled up beside them, and an arm came out and started to open fire on the vehicle. From the forensics and evidence at the scene, the bullets were shown to have come from the left rear passenger window of the Cadillac and was aimed at the passenger door where Tupac was sitting. How do you say this man's name again? Shook Knight. Shook. That I keep. It's spelled so weird, so when I read it, it's like it doesn't want to come out. Shook Knight ended up with a partial bullet at the base of his skull, and Tupac ended up getting shot five times. The Las Vegas police initially thought that it was just a shooting, as Tupac didn't die till six days later, so they didn't treat the scene like a murder scene, and they actually didn't do the investigation that they should have done. Six months later... And we have Biggie Smalls' murder. And Biggie was with Bad Boy Records in Los Angeles. And he was going there to promote his album. On the last day, there was a party at the Peterson Auto Museum. And at some point, Biggie decided that he wanted to leave. So he was going to leave with Sean Combs. They waited for their cars to arrive. And they left. And just like Tupac, Biggie Smalls had the window. Okay, lesson learned. Don't roll down the window. I don't think okay. bullets like won't not go through the I window know, but anyway. It's, let's but just not roll down the window. <laughs> they stopped at an intersection outside the Peterson Automotive Museum at Wilshire on m- the Miracle Mile, and a car came cruising up the right of side of the vehicle and opened fire on them, fatally wounding Biggie, almost identical to the murder of Tupac. You see already. But here's my thing, guys. If you're going to commit two murders, please don't make it the same because then we can connect them. Yeah. yeah. It's not... It's dumb. Okay. So, I mean, it's kind of a natural assumption that these were somehow probably related. I mean, it's only six months and the two biggest rap stars in the world are now dead and there are a lot of connections going on between all of them and the peripheral players. So, 
We knew that there is a direct personal conflict between Tupac and Biggie Smalls. Yeah. We knew that there is conflict going on between the CEO of Bad Boy Records and the CEO of Death Row Records, yep. Sam Combs and... Sean Combs! Sean... P. Diddy! <laughs> Sorry, what did I say? Have you never heard the song, I'm coming home, yes. coming... That's him! Oh, okay, then I do know him. <laughs> I, what did I say? <laughs> the hit scene quotes. Listen... Listen, <laughs> guys, I can't. It's it's fine. Shook <laughs> night. Everybody knew at the time that Death Row Records was affiliated with um, a ga- the Blood Gangs, and also there was a stronger re- affiliation with Bad Boy Records, <laughs> and also the South Side Compton, which apparently is also a gang. I had to Google all of this. Yeah, there was just names flying around, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. But the question is, how are these two shootings connected? To answer this, we need to look a little bit into Tupac and Biggie's relationship. How did the two biggest rap stars on the planet become mortal enemies? So, in 1993, Tupac's career was going great and yeah. Biggie's was not going so great. But Tupac thought that Biggie was quite a decent rapper. So, yeah. he actually helped Biggie get on his feet. So, I mean, we, we, we thought they were friends. Yeah. However, the East Coast, West Coast... Coast hip hop war began when Tupac went to record at Quad Studios in New York City, and Biggie Smalls and Sean Combs also happened to be recording there as well. When Tupac got robbed and almost killed, shot five times. This man has been shot way too many times for an ordinary human being. Exactly, he was only twenty-five <laughs> when he died. Okay, yeah, tw- basically he's been shot ten times. Yeah, in his whole life, he held Biggie re- accountable for what happened to him because he was in Biggie's territory, and he believed Biggie should have protected him, and so. We have conflict. That's not fair, though. That's really not conflict. So, was this just a result of then an East Coast, West Coast rap rivalry? Or was it to cover up something more sinister? Dun, dun, because dun. Because this would not be decoding the crime verse if we didn't have conspiracies. Yes. Yay. Because Nolene lives, eats, and breathes conspiracies. I honestly don't like the word conspiracies because it makes it seem like what I believe is not true. And we all know that what I believe is true. Okay. Yeah. Whatever makes you sleep at night. Yes. So, we know Tupac and Biggie started out as friends. And after Tupac was robbed and shot, he blamed Biggie and the East Coast crew for not protecting him. But were these two just pawns for the East Coast-West Coast feud that was being played at a higher level between the CEOs of Death Row and Bad Boy Records? Yeah. Both stars were with their producers... When they were gunned down. We knew that there is history and bad blood between the CEO and Bad Boys Records. Sean Combs and obviously... Shugnack. Why do I keep getting this? <laughs> the word doesn't want to come to my mouth. When it came to the money, this rivalry became heated and bitter. Knight was a Compton native and... When he became the CEO of the Death Row Records, he actually began to bring gang members in from his neighborhoods as employees. He had money. He was surrounded by gangsters all the time, and they were violent. And obviously now on the other side, we had Sean Combs, which was also affiliated with um, gangsters. The East Coast-West Coast feud really began in August of 1994 when the bodyguards of both Combs and Knights were in a club, and they got into a huge argument. And that argument spilled out into the parking lot where a shooting occurred, and one of the victims of the shooting was Knight's closest friend and personal bodyguard, Jack Robles. 
and the murder suspect was the bodyguard and friend of Combs. So, you killed my friend, now we have problems. Well, your friend killed my friend. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So, Knight blamed Combs for the murder of his very dear friend. And in December of 1995, nine months prior to the murder of Tupac, an individual named Mark Anthony had attended a death row Christmas party up in Hollywood Hills. And Knight thought that Mark Anthony could tell him where Combs lived. So they accosted him and basically took him to a private room and beat him severely. <coughs> and obviously now Combs is fearing for his life because he knows that Knight is hunting him down. Guys, I don't know what I would do if I found out someone is literally beating people up to find me. I'm going to Mars. Shit, Knight is very scary. Like, I, I wouldn't I even lie. I saw pictures of him. If that, that man guy, was walking down the street, I would cross to the other side. You know what he did? Like, I don't know what this person did to him, but mm. he... Rode over the person, he reversed over him, he went over him again, and he went over him Sorry? again, and then he drove out. That's how he killed one guy. Yo, uh, uh, that's why he's in prison right now, by the way, for that murder. That guy, Shook Knight is scary. He freaks me out. Uh, Sorry? Uh, honestly, so, this guy is crazy. So, okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Man, Biggie and Tupac were surrounded by people who weren't afraid to get their hands bloody. So, does this lead to the theory that they're Jess were then related to their record labels. If Combs knew that Knight was coming for him, he could have acted first by ordering the hit on Knight's biggest star, Tupac. And now let's see if there's any evidence for yes. this. So on the night that Tupac, the shooting, well, the shooting of Tupac, Tupac had been in a physical altercation with a Southside gang member by the name of Orlando Anderson. It would be natural to start and look at Anderson as a possible suspect of the shooting. Orlando Anderson was being looked at for the murders prior to this, as they were, and there were individuals in his own group of friends that had come forth to the law enforcement saying, listen, Orlando shot Tupac. Yeah. Ultimately, the confession came from his uncle, Keith Davis, who, and his confession basically stated that he was in the car the night of this Las Vegas shooting, and... He said that Combs had come to him and uh, solicited the murder and promised him a million dollars. He said guy. that the beating of Orlando Anderson at the MGM was s- to set the stage for Tupac's murder. Obviously, they beat the yeah. into fight. Next thing, he shot. Yeah. The problem is that the conf- there is no way to prove the confession or if he's telling the truth, as he never actually received the million dollar pounds and the supposed shooter died in 1998. So unless Combs comes out and comes clean, we actually can't corroborate this story. Yeah. Also, this Keith only came to the police with this information back in 2009. So if it was Combs who had ordered the hit on Tupac, how did then Shook Knight know that it was him back in 1996? Yeah. The theory goes that he was obviously distraught over the loss of Tupac and he was offended that him himself had been a target and as vengeance, he probably had an idea of who was responsible and then went out to order the murder of Biggie Smalls. Now, there are a lot of different players in this game and there are a lot of different motives. So there's also another question is, was there anyone else who stood to gain from Tupac and Biggie's murder? And yeah. one theory is that Shook Knight himself was behind the murder of Tupac. And... Shook was brave enough to sit in the driver's seat while he was being shot at, obviously, so that he's not... A suspect, yeah. A suspect. Tupac was threatening to leave the record label as he wasn't happy with the arrangements that had been made in far, as far as when money came into question because mm-hmm. they were selling millions of records, but Tup- Tupac was hardly earning 
anything. He wanted to leave and do his own thing. If Tupac was going to leave, he could have then actually sued Shook Knight and then taken um, the rights and stuff of the music and redistributed them and made himself money. Yeah. Okay. Shook Knight apparently owed him about 10 mil. Hicks. So it's not a great no, look on no. you, Shook Knight. Okay. Tupac was also didn't want to be in Las Vegas that night, but Shook had told him to go so that they could smooth the whole money thing over. On the night that Tupac was killed, they didn't have adequate security for Tupac, as always. There was supposed to be a two-man detail, but on that night, there was only one man. And the reason being was that they had told them no carrying weapons on that night. And the one guard refused to give up his weapons. So the head of security said, okay, go ahead to the club and stand watch there. So now the security guard's name was Michael Moore. This obviously means something's going down. You don't yeah. want them to have weapons. Yeah. You don't want them to have walkie-talkies. Yeah. Something is happening. More, now the guard, the guard that had been sent to the, the club, apparently heard on the walkie-talkie, got him. Hectic. Okay. So that kind of creates the idea that there were people on this channel doing yeah. a play-by-play of where, is he here, is yeah. he there, what's happening yeah. kind of thing, which further implica- implicates Shook Knight. Okay, so then why kill Biggie Smalls? Simple, he was cl- collateral damage. They killed Biggie Smalls to make it look like the gang war yeah. so that Shook Knight would be s- not be take the, the, the fall for it. That year, when Tupac was killed... Um, Shook sold $60 million worth of albums. Yeah. And he moved 75 million units, which made him earn at least seven figures every year since the death of Tupac. Money is a very strong motive. It really is, especially if your biggest artist is threatening to leave. At that time, Death Row really didn't have big Mm -hmm. artists. It was Tupac and nothing. So if he's saying, I'm leaving... Shug. So, but now, why would Shug sit next to Tupac if he knew bullets would be flying? Because it is, it's quite risky. Risky. So then this leads to another theory. So this is our third. The third. So the first theory was that it was the gang-related violence. The second was that it was Shook Knight, and this is the third theory. The third theory is that Shook Knight was actually the intended target all along. A reporter from Fox News apparently received a letter. Years ago, and this, the letter was given to him by the people who alleged to be part of the shooting themselves. In the letter, an entire motive was laid out as to why the shooting had taken place, place and it painted Shook Knight as the intended target. According to the letter, certain parties that were affiliated with Shook Knight were very unhappy with the way that he was running death row records. His head of security always wanted to run a record label and was in, had an interest in wanting Shook Knight dead. There were also beliefs that the label had started with drug money and was involved in money laundering. And some people didn't want the attention that Shook Knight was getting because obviously Shook Knight's on billboards. Yeah. He's, he's got a name for himself. According to the confession letter, they were hired by Reggie Wright Jr., who's the head of security. He's the one who decides where the people have guns. He decides who what routes they drive. And he's in the perfect position to commit murder because yeah. he can just have everything organized. We all, if we look also what happened after Tupac's death, Shook Knight ended up in prison and there was total chaos in the record label until Shook Knight actually signed over the label to Reggie Wright Jr. It is also the idea that since Shook was in prison, he probably didn't actually have anything to do with Biggie's murder either. That doesn't mean that then people didn't take it into their own hands, obviously, if it was made out to be this yeah. gang war thing. 
it probably but that just again it means he was collateral damage now obviously shook would have wanted to know who had shot at him so who does he go to his head of security but if his head of security was behind it he obviously would have then just blamed it on the east coast west coast war yeah so that it really does mean that Vicky Smalls was then just killed for absolutely no reason. Another thing, according to police records, after the shooting, Reggie got word to LAPD that Shook was in violation of his parole for the Orlando Anderson incidents in Vegas, which was the reason he ended back in prison and the reason he had to sign over the records to Reggie. But again, 13 shots were fired and how did only a fragment hit Shook Knight, which then goes back to the theory that he was responsible for Tupac's murder. I don't believe it was the security guard, because first of all, a guy as powerful as Suge Knight, I mean, he had LAPD in his pocket. Yeah. He literally had them doing his bidding. They didn't investigate the murders properly. And I, I think he had trust, hey? He knew he wasn't going to die. No, I, my thing, uh, in the, when I was doing research, they were saying, like, if you look, because Suge Knight's quite a big guy compared to... Tupac. Tupac was tiny. And you have 13 bullets flying. Yeah. There is no way a man like that is only hit by a fragment, especially yeah. if he's the intended target. Yeah. And in all honesty, if he was the intended target, I'm guaranteeing you now, Reggie or the head of security would have known who was driving that car. Yeah. Why did they then drive up on the other Person side of the side, car? Yeah. Because then they could have... It would have made more Him sense. Him and Reggie were in on it together. No, they told the security no detail. No doubt. And I, I would okay. Reggie could have sent him to prison. I mean, people double cross each other all the time. I mean, this is the world we live Not in. Not Suge Knight. You don't double cross Suge Knight. Uh, well, I mean, they live. could, but or he got sent to prison because you know, you know, sometimes people send themselves to prison yeah. for their own motives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, uh, I feel like it probably was Suge Knight. I'm, I'm on that theory. And I believe from prison, the way he's so powerful, he has the ability to order hit on Biggie. Because at that time, then Biggie that, was blowing honest, up and Sean was making a lot of money. And he didn't want that because they, yeah. they were rivals. Yeah, and Biggie I, had I, said a lot of stuff about Tupac and Suge Knight. And it was a whole war, man. They honestly, I believe. Yeah, I, I feel like, is this man still alive? Who? Suge Knight. He is. He's in prison. Wait, I'm Googling him for running that man over so mercilessly there's a video it's horrific i can't Ay, man this man is scary he really is scary 57 yeah 28 years in prison <laughs> mm -hmm. the man is crazy what is his net worth he's only worth two hundred thousand. yeah i don't know how you would from prison be worth plus death row is not a thing anymore it stopped Isn't being it? a thing no and bad nobody's boy? signed to Sean Combs still has a record label. I don't know if it's still called Bad Boy. Yeah, but Sean Combs is still signing artists. He's pretty big. Yeah, he's 52. I guess we know who won now. The whole. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm in it. I think Shook Puck... I don't know. I just... There's I, no I, getting yeah, away I, from Shook Knight. No, Anyone no. who's ever double-crossed him has died. That's the man he is. And I mean... This guy is, like you said, at that time, Tupac was like the only people person he was actually signed to. And yeah. then this man leaves. What are you going to have? What are you going to have? Especially if, you, if now other artists are wanting to sign with you and then they're like, but Tupac left you. Yeah. Why am I, why am I coming here? And the way he was running things was very scary because he'd have people under him being beaten up. Oh, Remember, no, no, he no, was no, just no, employing no. gangsters and yeah. thugs. So like the way he ran things was also very brutal. So basically... 
death row records was just organized crime. <laughs> it really was organized crime with some <laughs> rap music attached to it. <laughs> it's one of the things they just distributed. Yes. No, I definitely believe it was Shook Knight. I'm, I, I agree with you. But that is all for this week on our show. We will see you next time. But until then, no mourners, no funerals. Active FM is everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Gab, and so much more. See all the fun posts, get involved in the interesting discussions. Voice your opinions and get the updates by following us on social media. Yeah.